You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh weekly. For more hot takes, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. I always keep it funny and I always keep it cute. Or if you're like me and you want to stay up to date with the latest reality tea, just go and give us a follow at No Filter with Zach on the Instagram. Or you can always join our private Facebook group. The link is in the description below. Right now, I hope you are sipping on some fizzy housewives inspired wine for yourself packing a punch at 13% alcohol but less than a gram of sugar it is my no filter wine my no filter housewives inspired wine today i've got out cut back my drinking or what if you want to give a no filter wine a try go to nofilterwine.com for some fizzy housewives inspired wine for yourself we have a fizzy rosé and a white it's delicious 13% alcohol by volume but less than a gram of sugar it is yummy nofilterwine.com okay we have a lot of tea to break down today. We have um, Erica Jane talking uh, or clapping back at Lisa Vanderpump. We have Jen Shaw getting in a, in a fight at the Salt Lake City season three finale. We have the Real Housewives of New Jersey reunion that is coming. The trailer dropped today. It is there. Oh, also Erica, Rinna, and Kyle just did Teddy Mellencamp's podcast. So there's a lot happening in the world this week in Bravo land. And we're going to be breaking it all down. I hope you are ready to get that tea, everybody. Hope you've gotten your tickets to the Spilling Tea live show with Margaret Josephs from the Royal Housewives of New Jersey this Thursday at City Winery NYC, April 28th. The show is at 8.30 p.m., and it is going to be a good one. We have Margaret. We also have um, Anthony Lario, Jess from Hot Takes and Deep Dives, Tom Hamlet from the Dumpster Dive podcast, DJ Richie Sky. Derek Zagami and Sarah Galley from Andy's Girls. So Spilling Tea Live with Zach and Adam. Get your tickets April 28th, City Winery, NYC, this Thursday. Only a few left, so grab them while you can. Spilling Tea Live. SpillingTeaLive.com. You can also get live stream tickets if you can't physically make it to the show. You can live stream it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Let's do it. See you there. Okay, so before we dive into the tea, who's ready for a little, um, another little story time, okay? So Apartment Boy, we know him, we remember him. He's someone that you guys have heard me talk about in the past. And even when I had talked to Dr. V last fall, we were all in agreement that he maybe wasn't in alignment with my goals, nor was he giving what I know I deserve. And I know a lot of you would like DM and every time I would say, I'm going to see apartment boy, you're always like, no, Zach, you deserve better. Well, confession time. Um, I kept him around and only to have him continue to play games with me, give me shitty communication and then jump into a relationship with someone new while still talking to me. Yes, that happened. Um, I found out that they were sleeping together on Twitter while he was still texting me. And trust me, yes, I checked the timestamps. I got the receipts. He was giving me major James Kennedy energy. Okay. Well, I've talked about this also. As you guys also know, this year, I decided it was time to take some serious inventory on myself, my unhealthy patterns, my bad dating etiquette, and my own shitty communication styles, because I realized that like, when it comes to dating, it takes two to tango, and blaming everybody else for the main reason that I'm still single is a no-go. In order to attract better, I have to become better. 
and then cut out all the low vibe guys that can't understand that or match me on the vibe that I'm willing to give. And that's why I decided to join Seeking.com, which is an elevated elite dating experience that encourages more conscious connections with goals and objectives that meet the future that I'm looking to build, not just for myself, but with someone else. You know what I mean? Building that future together, building that empire together. That's what I want. That's what I need. And someone that I can be clear with about, you know, what it is that I'm seeking in a partner. This is the year to let go of all of the baggage, unless it's baggage that we're packing to take a nice trip abroad. I'm here for that kind of baggage. But we're getting rid of all the negative baggage, all the bad baggage. We're attracting better and we're becoming better partners. So if you two are ready to take out the trash and throw away some of your own bad habits and start to date up, then join me on Seeking.com. Let's show 2022 that we're ready to attract that perfect match. Head over to Seeking.com to start your profile today. Okay. It's time to talk about the tea. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City has wrapped for season three in like roughly-ish about two months, which is interesting. That's a very short season, which means I imagine that the season that we get is going to also be very short. They could be trying to like package them um, up in a way that I guess like breaks it up into like a a season three A and B maybe, or maybe they're just breaking it up into season three and four. Not really sure how they're going to address this. Obviously, I think they started filming a lot earlier because they wanted to catch the Jen Shaw trial stuff, but now we know that's not happening until July. I'm hearing that Salt Lake City might be coming back as soon as like August, maybe September. I don't remember where I heard that, but I feel like I heard that from somebody recently. I don't know if that's true. I'm literally just pulling that out of my hair. But anyway, uh, Faces by Bravo revealed on Twitter that there's going to be an intense altercation between Jen Shaw and newbie Dana at the Salt Lake City 3 finale that just wrapped. It sounds pretty juicy. I'm just glad that somebody's like ready to kind of like stand up to Jen Shaw and go toe to toe with her. You know, Heather and Whitney, bad weather. They are so like always supportive of her. And I get it. That's their friend. But like you need somebody that's like, I feel like the only person that could have really grilled Jen would have been Meredith. And Meredith just didn't want to engage in any of it. So I don't know. Salt Lake City is officially wrapped for season three and we'll see what they end up giving us next. We'll see when that season three comes. I don't know if there's anything all too juicy. I mean, obviously we start off with Jenny Wynn getting fired. There's no Mary at all. I mean, Meredith and Lisa are trying to repair their relationships. If it's a short season, and by short, I mean like 12-ish episodes, maybe there could be some good content out of that. There's obviously not much going on with Jen Shaw's legal case other than Stuart, I guess, flipping on her. But I guess that was kind of discussed at the reunion. I don't know. I don't think we're going to get much of the Jen Shaw legal stuff this season because nothing really happened in these past in these recent past few months. Nothing that I think the other women will really be willing to talk about. Unless somebody like this Dana newbie chick is really looking to bring some heat, but we'll see. She's going to melt some of those snowflakes in Salt Lake City. Okay, let's move on over to Beverly Hills. Erica Jane and Lisa Vanderpump are spitting words at each other. They are not happy with each other. So after Erica threw Garcelle's book in the trash, Lisa Vanderpump chimed in by saying that Erica probably would have reacted better to a scratch and sniff book. Basically insulting Erica's intelligence. And Erica's like, oh no, snap, snap, pat the puss, claws out. Erica replied, that's rich coming from someone whose breath reeks of garlic, cigarettes, and Chardonnay. 
now. We know that that is something Camille Grammer said a few seasons ago. I remember when Camille and, and Lisa had their moment because Camille was making fun of Lisa and saying that she had really bad breath. Sounds like Lisa Vanderpump has some bad breath. It rakes of garlic cigarettes and Chardonnay. I mean, are we surprised she smokes? She likes Chardonnay. She likes wine. So, like, I wouldn't be surprised. Doesn't cigarette, like, smoking cigarettes, doesn't that give you bad breath? I think so. Maybe I'm making that up. I don't know how true that is. But anyway, yeah, they are not on good terms. Lisa Vanderpump has obviously been getting very close to Garcelle, so it would make sense that she would comment in defense of Garcelle. Garcelle, I think, was just at the Paris opening, which a lot of the other Vanderpump Rules stars were there. And people were like, oh, my God, does this mean they're filming again? I don't know if they're filming again. As far as I know and as far as I've heard, the show has not yet been picked up. Um, and the Vanderpump Valley rumors about, like, all of the moms coming together and, like, starting this new spinoff show. In the Valley, um, Sheena Shea has said that that's not true, that they've not been approached about that, that that would be news to her. So who knows what's happening with Vanderpump Rules at this point? I mean, I think they should bring it back. I know like Katie's lobbying and petitioning to bring it back. She's doing a bunch of interviews right now. So we'll see what happens. I mean, I think if anything, this is a great time to be putting cameras on all of them. Schwartz and Katie are going through their divorce. Lala is now single and starting to date again. We have James, who's now dating his new girl. Raquel, who's single and dating Peter and talking to Nima. She also just did the Shenanigans podcast. Um, she said that she won't be going on a second date with Peter, that they did go on one date together, but that's really about it. But I mean, had they been filming right now, that would have been great. Even Stassi getting ready to go back on her book tour and kind of, you know, pick up the pieces of her life again. Obviously, we know we now have this, the faith uh, accusations against Lala. Again, timing of it's very questionable. Uh, drag me if you want. I am skeptical about faith. I always have been skeptical about faith. That's not to take away the her experience or some of the things that she's gone through as a result of the actions of the other Vanderpump Rules stars. I just think her motives are a little questionable and have been since she secretly filmed herself or recorded herself having sex with Jackson, then it leaked on the show. Just going to say that. Not to mention all the other rumors that were out there about her prior. So... Don't know, but we'll see what happens with Vanderpump Rules. Um, so Erica, Kyle, and Lisa Rinna were all on Teddy Mellencamp's podcast, Two Teas in a Pod. Dorit was apparently supposed to be on the podcast, but then she had to pull out at the last minute, and Lisa Rinna ended up doing the podcast, and Lisa Rinna's like, I don't do podcasts, and Erica Jane's like, I don't do podcasts, but we'll do it for you, Teddy, because we love you and you're our friend. Lisa Rinna said she, the only reason she did it is because Dorit pulled out at the last minute, and you know she had to fill in for Dorit. But it was an, actually a really good interview. I enjoyed the banter between the four of them together. You can tell that there's like a genuine friendship and chemistry and synergy between all of them that's enjoyable and without all the drama of housewives like they actually get a lot like their friendship is actually quite endearing. Well, she does ask all three of the women if there's anything that they regret from the season or anything that they are apprehensive about having to watch this season. Erica says that she regrets a fight that happens in Aspen, where we heard about this. Apparently, the other women approach Erica about the earrings that were in question, about why she doesn't just turn over the earrings. And she, I guess, had that. She has them in the trailer at the beginning of the season before they were pulled into question. And now we know that the purchase of those earrings is being linked to a client trust account that Tom Girardi used to buy this replacement pair of earrings that he gave Erica that are very expensive. I believe it's $750,000 for the earrings. So the women are apparently grilling Erica and we get a glimpse of it in the trailer where 
you know, Erica's like, oh, you think it's cool to be on the side of the victims? And and uh, Crystal's like, I don't think it's cool. And then Erica's like, I don't give a fuck about anybody else but me. Like, we're a hard gangster shit right there. And so apparently that's the scene that Erica's referring to when Teddy asked her the question, like, do you regret anything? And apparently it was a fight between Erica, Crystal, Cherie, Sutton, and Garcelle that went down in Aspen. I guess they were staying separately from Kyle's cabin in Aspen. Um, they were staying in their own place, but... I guess Erica felt like that was a gang up and she was just overwhelmed. And so she kind of snapped at them and she says that she knows that it wasn't good and she knows that it wasn't pretty. And she is kind of regretting having to watch that back now and relive all of that. But, you know, she kind of owns it as like, look, it's not a pretty scene and I don't look forward to seeing it. And I was a little aggressive, but it happened. And if I have to pick up a scene that I could if I regret and could take back, that's the scene that I would pick. So definitely goes into a fit of rage. Lisa Rinna says that she there was a moment where she had a really stern talk with Erica and she had to really kind of sit her down and be like, look, as your friend, I have some concerns and we need to talk about some stuff. And Erica was like, yeah, I thought this could have been the end of our friendship. Like I literally thought that Lisa Rinna was telling me if things don't change, we will not be friends. And Rinna's like, no, I wasn't necessarily saying that, but I was kind of saying that. So there's that. Erica and Kyle also have it out. They're better now, obviously, because they're doing the podcast with Teddy together. But they apparently also spit some words at each other. I'm thinking it's well, apparently it happens at the towards the beginning of the season, but maybe also at the end of the season, since Erica really wants to have Kathy grilled and thrown on the roaster since she's been roasted for so long. And she's like, Kathy's done some fucked up shit. And now it's Kathy's time to sit in the hot seat. Kyle says that she has a lot of, you know, little tiffs that come up, especially right out the gate, that there's a lot that's going on. Apparently Sutton has some conflicts with a lot of them. Teddy claims that Sutton and her have a little bit of beef and that, um, well, she wasn't trying to film, Teddy says. that, But she's like, but obviously when there's a housewife around, the boom mic comes around. But there was a moment between, I don't think it'll air, but there was a moment at uh, Porsche's bat mitzvah where Sutton like kind of makes like a, a remark about Teddy's outfit and whether or not it was an appropriate outfit to wear to the bat mitzvah. Whatever. So I, so we know Teddy was in at a lot or a few different events, but she apparently wasn't mic'd or didn't want to be mic'd except for the Kyle store opening in Palm Springs. But she says that, you know, the women were not very welcoming to her. They weren't very nice to her. Obviously, we know Garcelle has some beef with her because Garcelle also intentional or well, I don't know if it's intentional or not, but I feel like there should have been plenty of opportunities to correct it. And also, like, how do you not know how to spell Teddy's name? Don't you have like editors that fact check all of that stuff? But we know Teddy's name is misspelled in Garcelle's book. So we can assume that Garcelle maybe wasn't the most embracing of Teddy. And then obviously Sutton and Teddy have had their beef in the past. Whatever. But apparently there's beef between uh, Kyle and Sutton. And that's also kind of wild. But according to all of them, oh, Lisa Renna also says that she has a moment or she has this full meltdown blow up moment after losing her mother and she doesn't want to have to rewatch that. And she doesn't want to have to relive that where she says she just kind of lashes out. So I don't know if that means like she lashes out in the sense that she like starts getting upset with people and starts causing drama and fights with people or lashes out in the sense that she just has some big meltdown, emotional breakdown. Who knows? But what they did say is the trailer only gives us a teeny tiny little glimpse into the drama that we're going to be getting this season. And it sounds good. And I'm here for it. I am ready for it. Bring it on, baby. Bring it on. Let's go. 
Let's get it. Get it. Get it. Ow. Ow. Throw them hips, girl. Let's see. What else? So aside from real... Actually, I, I would recommend listening to the two teas in a pod episode with Teddy... And, and the girls, Erica, Kyle, and Lisa. Tamara was not on it, but I think apparently Tamara is supposed to be doing a later interview with Dorit at some point. I don't really know, but they all say they don't do podcasts. I've tried to get them all on my podcast. They say they don't do them unless you're like a close friend. So it's highly unlikely that Erica will ever do my podcast, even though that would be amazing and that would be ratings gold and all of the things. Lisa Renna doesn't do podcasts and Dorit... I feel like Dorit should do podcasts. I don't know. I've tried to make the Dorit podcast happen many times because everybody knows I love Dorit and it's one of my dream interviews. Um, After Erica Jane, of course, because that would be juicy, baby. Okay, but we have the Real Houses of New Jersey trailer dropping. This week we have the finale. Next week is the kickoff for the reunion. Trailer dropped today, Monday. And it looks... Really intense. So it starts off with Teresa and Joe Gorga and they're backstage and they're kind of going back and forth. And he's like, you know, sometimes I wish you would just be a sister. And she's like, I wish you would actually stand up for me when you have Margaret and Joe who are talking shit about my boyfriend. And Joe's like, I'm done with this. I quit. We see Melissa reacting to not being a bridesmaid. And she's like, Teresa, you always talk about family, family, family. I love family. And it's bullshit. She's like, I've been there for you through so much, thick and thin. And yet you're really not going to have me in your wedding. Like, you're really just going to discard me like that. Does Melissa really want to be in the wedding? Like, like, why would she want to be in it? But I also understand, like, it's a total diss for her to be like, no, Melissa's not going to be in it. Like, I understand how that could hurt. And that could be annoying. Or not annoying, but just, like, frustrating considering how much they've had to, you know, work on their relationship and repair their relationship and still stay loyal to each other since Teresa's so big on loyalty. Dolores and Jennifer have it out. Um... I guess uh, Jennifer calls out Dolores for not necessarily being very loyal or being there as much as she would wish she would have been there. They apparently call each other the see you next Tuesday word and they're yelling at each other. And Dolores is like, is your marriage good or not? Then act like it. And then Jennifer's like, Bill, will you please defend me for one time? Like, it seems really intense. And Andy's getting like frustrated with everybody. Louie gets grilled. He brings up all the accusations against Louie. We don't really get any responses from Louie. Margaret's just like, Listen, he lied on camera and Teresa's like, no, he didn't. She's like, yes, he did. I was surprised we didn't get more of Margaret versus Teresa in the trailer. We definitely get Teresa versus Joe. Obviously, we have Teresa versus Melissa because of the wedding stuff. But then Jennifer and Joe and Melissa seem to be going back and forth a bit where she calls him a little bitch girl or a bitch boy. And then Teresa's like, well, yeah, you are a little bitch boy. And then Joe Gorga storms off the set and he says that he's quitting. So. Seems like family drama is at an all-time high this season, and I I don't know what to do about it, but it looks juicy, and I'm here for all of it. All of it, all of it, all of it. Dolores versus Jennifer. We didn't, surprisingly, we didn't have a lot of Margaret in the, I mean, we have a bit of Margaret and her kind of going back and forth with Teresa, but it seemed a little bickery, you know, where she's just like, oh my God, Teresa, shut up. And Teresa's like, you know, going hard at her. But it seems like the big drama comes more from Jennifer and Dolores and then the family drama within the Gorgas, or at least from what we've seen from the trailer. And hopefully we really do grill 
what's his name? We really do grill Louie because, like, it's time he actually has to answer for some of these things. We didn't see Tiki, and we didn't see, oh, my God, what's her name? Why am I forgetting her name? The new girl. Tracy. We didn't see Tracy at all in the trailer, right? Let me go back and look at this trailer because I do not remember seeing a damn piece. Now that I think about it, I didn't notice it at the time. And I guess, you know, that says a lot. But I also did not see any of Tracy. Oof. There's a high expectation that Teresa has for people. It is just... Nope, no Tracy. Everybody's arriving. Everybody's getting ready. We're getting our makeup done. Tracy looks great. Oh, there wasn't. Oh, Dolores has a hidden agenda. Jackie also talks about her eating disorder again. Oh, okay. Going back and forth. Yeah, there really is no Tracy in this at all. Let's kind of fast forward. Oof. True that. Margaret cannot ruin a happy marriage. A happy marriage is a happy marriage. And you'll stick it out and you'll make it all the way through. Some people, you know, have great, strong relationships that other people don't understand or that might not make sense to other people, but they're, you know, in love and doing their damn thing. Oof. Well, there's that. The reunion begins airing next Tuesday. The finale is this Tuesday. The finale doesn't look super juicy, but apparently this reunion is. Well, I think that is all the tea we have, guys. There was, I mean, obviously there was a lot of tea, but it looks like we are all locked, loaded, and ready. I do have a new episode airing this Wednesday with uh, Tom Sandoval and Tom Schwartz that we taped at the Spilling Tea Live LA show. So you're going to get to see that. Um, our behind-the-scenes series for LA and Nashville are both available on your Stellar account. So if you bought the VIP live stream bundle or the VIP live stream tickets to the individual cities, you now have access to the the behind-the-scenes footage that we taped in L.A. and the behind-the-scenes footage that we taped in Nashville. Let me know what you guys think of it. Are you enjoying it? Are you having fun with that? Should we do more fun behind-the-scenes stuff? I mean, there's so much. There's literally so much happening. Like, I cannot... I know that this is, like, the last... I'm actually kind of sad that New York is the last leg of this tour. I'll do a whole episode on all of this. Um... I don't know if I want to make this brief. I don't know. Because I, I read one of the reviews that somebody left on Apple. And they're like, oh, my God. Zach Peter thinks that he's like the biggest touring artist ever. And all he does is talk about his tour. It's like, you know what, bitch? When you start your own tour that is self-produced and self-financed. And you did all of this on your... I mean, obviously, I have to give credit to Adam. Adam and I did all of this together. But like when you do that, when you become successful at something, then call me. On top of launching, you know, relaunching your wine line. Yes, I have a product line as well. It's a wine line, nofilterwine.com. So yes, I'm going to talk about it. I, we got through all the tea, right? We got through all the pressing tea of the day. Um, but I guess I do kind of want to talk about going into the New York show. I mean, let me know if you guys like more of the personal stuff. I know we talked about Apartment Boy earlier. I don't know. Sometimes I like to mix in the personal stuff because so many of us have DMs that talk about our personal lives. Um, and some of you have shared that you like when I delve into my family life and my personal life and my work life outside of the show. So 
or outside of the tea. So if you are interested in more of this, let me know. But I just have to say, like, this tour experience has been crazy. I can't believe that we're finally at the the final show um, in New York City. Like, I remember when Adam and I were first talking about doing this last fall. And I was kind of like, like, we go back and forth on whose idea it actually was. We both want to, like, take credit for whose idea this actually was. But when it all started to come together, I was like, wow. And then there was, like, the stress of, like, pulling it all together and executing all of it. And now we're, like, here. This is the last week of the tour. This is the last stop that we've got. And it's kind of like sad and bittersweet. Um, I don't think this is the end. Um, I actually more than don't think that this is the end. Um, I can't talk about too much just yet. The fact that we've been saying this right now, I might go in trouble for. But um, I'm just so grateful to all of you guys that have shown us support. That I mean, the fact that people are even buying tickets and flying to all three cities is wild to me. And trust me, we're taking inventory from everything. So if you're coming to the show or you're live streaming the show, like please give us your feedback because we want to make sure that we make it better um, for future tour dates. I guess I can kind of confirm that we're definitely going to do more tour dates. That's a for sure thing, but there's a lot more in the works. There's a lot more ahead. Um, that has me really excited. You have no idea. I just celebrated the seven-year mark on April 22nd of when No Filter first debuted back in 2015. It's been seven years. And one thing that was always kind of on the vision board that was on the list of things I wanted to manifest was a live tour. And this has become a reality for me this year. So yeah, maybe I do talk about it a lot. And yeah, maybe I am promoting tickets all the time. But guess what? When your dreams fucking come true, all you want to do is talk about them. So if you don't understand that, maybe you need to try to get some bigger dreams and go for them. Like I said, I'm so excited and grateful for all the love and support and excited for the show this Thursday. We're pouring our heart and souls into it. We're constantly like meeting every single day, tweaking things, adjusting things, putting out fires behind the scenes. It's been a whirlwind and it's been a wild ride. And I know I've cut back on some of the episodes on the podcast. We are doing two a week instead of three a week. I promise that the third live episode will come back next week. We'll get back onto our regular schedule. Book Club will come back in May as well. We're going to be doing House of Hilton with Kathy Hilton's family getting, I don't know if I want to say dragged, but we, we dive into all of that. Like I said, this Wednesday, we have the interview with Tom Schwartz and Tom Sandoval. So you get to watch all of that on Wednesday's episode of the podcast. <sighs> been a wild ride and I'm so grateful and I hope you guys are taking a moment today to think of three things that you're grateful for because we like to do that every day so let's get back and channel that okay so one I'm grateful for this incredibly wild experience that I've been on this year with the Spilling Tea Live Tour. Um, I'm incredibly grateful for Adam and Jason for being by my side through all of this. And I'm incredibly grateful to my family that's also been incredibly supportive and understanding of how challenging and busy everything has kind of been. So, and I'm grateful to you for listening and staying through this long ass episode. So, Stay tuned. Lots of stuff in the works. Um, I hope you are having a wonderful Monday. I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope if I see you this Thursday, you get to give me a nice big giant hug. 
at City Winery NYC, April 28th. Tickets are still available. And uh, I was going to say nofilterwine.com. No, tickets are still available at SpillingTeaLive.com. SpillingTeaLive.com. You can get the wine. 13% alcohol by volume, but less than a gram of sugar at nofilterwine.com. Go and stock up today, baby. All right. Follow me at Just Plain Zach if you want to keep up with me personally. Or if you just want the tea, you can follow at No Filter with Zach. Our private Facebook group is a fun community hub where people come and they spill the tea and they share ideas and thoughts and all that good stuff. So there's that too. No Filter Wine, SpillingTeaLive.com. Go support all the handles. And if you do want to date up this year, this is the year to elevate your dating experience. And you're definitely going to want to go to Seeking.com. It's a really great curated place to find people that meet the objectives that you want. Raising that vibration, finding that hot guy. I actually just went speed dating the other day. Maybe we'll talk about that on a future episode. Who knows? All right, guys. Love you. Mean it. Talk to you later. Bye.